Welcome to Couchcast, folks. It is episode number 37. Hoo-ah! 37. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Villard. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. We're here to talk week and geek. Not that there's a whole hell of a lot of it, I might yeah. add. Yeah. Slow news week. Yeah. No, I had, to, I had to bait scrounge and pay people to make shit up for me. This, that's pretty things. much what it is. <laughs> there's news. There, oh, there's news, but there's not a lot of it. Yeah. So well, what do you got? Yeah, What's and, the, the and then there's, but, but there's you know news <laughs> that's like not confirmed too. Yeah, there's so a lot of like, rumor yeah. shit going around. But I do have four pieces of shit you don't care about. <gasps> All right, wow. So news you, you don't, don't give a, a shit, shit about. Yes, it here it is. <laughs> Sony Computer Entertainment announced a new release time frame for its upcoming PlayStation Three motion controller peripheral. Oh yeah, they What's pushed that back. Uh, that only has a name. It has, yet. doesn't have an official name. Yeah. Yet. Hmm. The much anticipated device will arrive this fall in Japan, Asia, North America, and Europe. The company said. Now, this is the new piece of information. Why it's in this category? The report says Sony will release around ten or so titles for the device within the year, including among the titles will be sports and pet raising games. Wait, 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 wait. Pet racing? Raising. Oh, raising. A, yes. I thought maybe you like. Raced your pets around the room or something. Uh, turn your Damn PS3 you, into a uh, Tomogachi. No, it's uh, turn, it's turn your PS3 into a fucking Wii. That's what it is. Right. I do, <laughs> I do not care about that story what, whatsoever. And Paul's like sitting over here shaking his head. What? No, what? no I, I'll just be. I'll be glad when the motion control fad is done. Motion control has its place. Mm-hmm. For sports games and a few simulations and pet raising and, and, I'll, and pet raising and I'll be very happy. I'll be very happy when my one to one lightsaber comes out. Yes, which will eventually happen. But for the most part, game playing is about minimal motion with maximum result on screen. <laughs> you know what I, I played on the Wii? Thumb, your thumb moves and something awesome happens. That's I pl- what I like. I played minimal something on the Wii that perfectly effort. defines. The Wii for me in my head. Oh, here we go. It's it's a wonderful mm-hmm. game that mm-hmm. utilizes the Wii Mote in many different ways that are very similar to the real thing. It's called Cooking Mama. <laughs> oh God! You fun game. And you, of course you know it. Is. I have it for the DS. Oh it's my a classic. God! I will say this though, as far as like quote unquote motion controllers go, I do kind of like the potential for the uh, Project Natal for the 360 because it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a specific wand or anything that you wave around because it does track you know your hand movements feet movements whatever and it's got a lot of potential to i mean you could sit on your sofa and do the same controller motions that you do with your hand and it can track you that way so i mean you know you drive a car you just make look like you're driving a car instead of having to go out and buy another 50 dollar peripheral to drive a car or you could you know play the rock band or whatever without having to go buy a guitar that you're going to wear the buttons out on or something. I don't think I could do a full air guitar rock band. No? No. You I, have I to don't. have that physical contact? I do. I really do. Because otherwise, I, it, it's, I feel dumb enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't but, know, man. That... But wiggling my fingers in front of the television? Yeah. I nah. will say I do want to buy for rock band one of those new um, premium sealed button one-to-one ratio replica guitars that you know uh, are not supposed to wear out because hmm. our, our actual made on a guitar body guitar yeah our our rock band to the the I yellow know, button man. has worn out and it's like i've taken it apart and and put it back together and it's still just it's i've done some marathon sessions on that game yeah and i don't think i want a full Weighted, weighted guitar on me for that long. Well, I don't know if it's weighted. I know it's as far as size-wise. No, it's, no, it's, it's made of wood. Body, yeah. yeah, it's made of wood. It, I've, I've worn them. They, It feels like a guitar because it is a guitar with mm-hmm. buttons attached to it. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, that, that gets heavy after a while. Well, they did just also release a peripheral that you can attach to a real drum set for Rock Band that you essentially turn your, your real 
full-size drum kit into a rock band controller. A real drum kit or a digital drum kit? No, a real drum kit, like a full-on analog with... So it put pads over it is what happens? No, it's it's these little sensors that plug, that essentially sit on top of the (laughs) physical drums. I don't know if they're sound-driven or vibration or even, say, um, impact um, registering, but... It turns your real live drum set into a, a rock band controller. How loud would you have to turn your television to, yeah, to hear it? To make that worthwhile. If you were playing it with a. How much would a, your neighbors you'd have have hate you? You'd have to have a garage and a big yard <laughs> yeah, without, no a, without any neighbors. You've yeah. you got to yeah. live in, the, in rural yeah. Kansas. Yep. Then you can have that. At kind the farm. Of farm. Yep. <laughs> in order That's to... the only thing I miss about <laughs> Kentucky. Being able to get loud fried and chicken? stupid. Yeah. Playing fried games with chicken. sticks. I call you, you know the colonel when I'm in Kentucky. Of course I knew the colonel. We, In fact, the colonel, that's uh, Eastern Kentucky University uh, in my hometown. It's uh, The mascot is the colonels. That's oh, actually pretty cool. EKU colonels. You I was know. fucking with you. That's actually kind of cool. I knew the colonel. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, he was at a, uh, he would be at the football games. There's like a he mascot. Did. There's Paul's t-shirt. I knew the colonel. I knew the colonel. And well, you, sir, are no colonel. <laughs> they would, you know, they, they'd dress up a mascot. They had, you know, big head mascot kind of thing. It was the colonel. Mm-hmm. And they let kids uh, hang out in the infield, like past where the, the goal area is. And the colonel would be out there playing with the kids sometimes. You Handing know, out chicken. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Well, one time, some kids started getting really rowdy with the colonel, and we were up there in the stadium watching, and before you know it, a gang of kids basically tackled the colonel and then started consecutively leaping on his fake foam head. Oh, Jesus. And I felt terrible for him, because I knew somewhere deep in my child heart that I would one day be a mascot character for a living, too. Wearing a big foam head and getting tackled. Eating lots of chicken. Eating lots of chicken. Getting tackled. Characters foot stepping on your fake They only want love and they suffer. They get nothing but disrespect and hatred. That's the moral of the story? Yep. Great. Yes, he's 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 reflecting on only the bad times as a mascot, not no, all the great times. I where had, people no, were like, I had so much fun as a mascot. Like I Mila just, Kunis saying, "There is a fine looking Klingon." Oh, Mila Kunis, she gets hotter every five. Doesn't seconds. she though? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she's uh, she. I'm like, really, she could power a city. She's incredible. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Part two. Last week it was reported that saw six director. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Kevin Gruert <laughs> it's over. had it's been chosen stopped. to helm the sequel to Paranormal Activity. Whoa! But it but. seems Lionsgate have other plans for him. Mm-hmm. As part of his contract, Lionsgate has saved what he chooses to direct next and has ordered him to move on to the next installment of their never-ending Saw on series. Saw 7 in 3 On to the next Saw. Why Gruert, did they just stop? Gruert was unable to do both films because they're both planned for release for October 22nd of this year. Yes, this time you can... Uh, yay. Even though... <laughs> Now, this is the best part, though. This is what I actually do care about, is Gruert took time on his blog to actually kind of not mince words. This was oh, since removed. Okay. Yeah. But this he put this on his what blog. Quote, I just had the task of telling my 83-year-old mother that, no, I'm not going to be allowed to direct the movie we were so excited about when my family last got together, and that I'm being forced to leave town before getting a chance to see her again. Yes, I'll be filming people getting tortured yet again. So we'll have to put off me making a film she can actually watch for another year. Saw Seven's going to be great. Oh, hey, yeah. You know what? The director's so into that you shit. You make your bed, you lie in it. Don't give me that hoo-ha. He's a working director. But those movies are awful. They've never been good. I like the first one. Oh, nah, it's so, good. The oh. second one wasn't bad either, I, but those are the only two I've seen. You have a key up your butthole right now. <laughs> if you wish to live, you will have to have someone felch out your key. <laughs> That's the porn version there. That's not a porn. That's Saw 7. <laughs> the felching. The felcher. Oh, Lord. You're all tied up with ropes. Seriously, I, okay. One of you has a knife in its butt. I get it. The you Saw have series. Have someone felch the knife out of your Continues to make money, so they're going to keep making them. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want them to stop making Saw movies, don't go see them. That is the only way. Box office numbers are the only thing that's going to keep Lionsgate from making you know what? an 8, a 9, a 10, 11, and 12. I firmly... you all diabetes. <laughs> one, of, one of you has orange juice in his butt. <laughs> 
if you wish to regulate your sugar levels, you will have to felch the orange juice from one of your butts. Did you say felch? Do you really go and say felch? Saw seven the felching. To say it. That's what it's called. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Barry. <laughs> Sleepy time tea over here. What's oh, going on? Man. I, no, I firmly believe that you're you're talking to the converted out there. I don't think horror fans in general are fans of the series. No, shock no. fans. I, I, I'm, I'm a horror fan. Bored. I'm not a fan of the series. I always liked the Saw One. Saw One was fun, and then it was original. It was trite. Yeah, and it, it gets I, more contrived the farther it goes. I even played the video game. How was wow. it? It sucked. There you go. He liked it up to the part now, where he had to keep redoing. Now is that dude alive? Is the saw dude alive? No, no he's, he's dead. dead. No, but they. But I will say this: but he comes for, back, for right? Saw. Like I see his body in every other thing. He signed on for all the movies. <laughs> he does. His voice is still in there. But I will say this for the Saw people: <laughs> their continuity is much better than any of the stuff that we grew up with. They're actually yeah. writing a continuity, unlike Friday the Thirteenth, Michael Myers. Yeah, you know. Freddy, Silver Shamrock, baby. What the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> Where's the continuity? Silver Shamrock. At least, oh, so Halloween bad. 2. At least they're trying to make sense of a story, so I'll give them that. Yeah. All that right. Much. They get that much for me. What else you got that I don't give a shit about? There we go. There's a lot. Heat Vision. <laughs> Heat Vision. I care Heat about Vision that. Heat Vision and Jack? Oh, and if only. Then yeah. I would care. <laughs> We've got that on the shelf somewhere. Yes, we too. do. Heat Vision is reporting that George Lucas is producing a film that has nothing to do with Star Wars. What? I might as well just end it there. You know what? Great. Then he can ruin other things. The oh, film is top secret at this point. Uh, the only thing we know is that it's completely CGI. Okay. And Barry, it's a musical. Oh. <laughs> Christ, kill me now. It will also apparently feature music from a variety of sources. Kevin Monroe, director of the surprisingly decent TMNT animated film, Loved it. will be helming. Okay. No, I take it what? back. I take it back. I give a shit about this. Because maybe he'll get all his musical shit out in this thing and so the next Star Wars thing he does if he ever does one hey. then it won't be a musical like I loved uh, that, Return of the Jedi I love that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that was good I have to admit I really loved it and uh, those action figures were spectacular Barry would you do me a favor could you search out Imagi the company and see what the status is on the Gatchaman project that was supposed to be their next film and I thought the guy was still helming that as well same director. Well, in this last summer, when I heard that movie G Force was coming out, I got all yeah, excited. But G- then it was no, all it's hamsters. Not, it's hamsters. It's not G. It's going to be Gatchaman. Maybe they're waiting to see how the Wii game sells. No. I am a G I. Yes, you are. In in your <laughs> I heart, a G I Joe. <laughs> all right. All right. The final one. This is. I save this one for last because okay. it's it's the best. So Uh-oh. here we go. Uh, here we go. TBS has just picked up a pilot from David Spade for an animated version of Joe Dirt. All right. I heard about that. I don't care, but I heard about it. Sony Pictures and Happy Madison Productions are working with Spade on the show, which will follow the animated exploits of the same mulleted, mop-top, willing loser from the box office bomb. With its worldwide (laughs) gross of $30.9 million, the 2001 film didn't even make back its production budget of $34 million. So it's curious as to what TBS thinks this will go. Quote from TBS first. Quote from TBS. David Spade is a hugely popular comic talent who has created a funny yet lovable character in Joe Dirt. Funny yet lovable? Said Michael Wright, executive vice president, head of programming for TBS, TNT, and Turner Classic Movies. Quote, we look forward to seeing how he and his fellow writers and producers take this character in new directions as TBS continues exploring the world of primetime animation. How do you take a stupid hillbilly with a mullet in new directions? Uh, I don't know. Oh, God, I don't care. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe this thing was more him. successful on video. Maybe it's one of those movies that really found its second life. It must have some, some kind of cash, some, right? You, well, I'm, the Rednecks must have loved it. I guess. You know what? I, I actually liked I mean, I that I never watched film. it all the way through. I saw bits of it. I, I liked Joe Dirt. Um, seen it a few times, actually. A few times? Yeah. Really? It's a fun little movie. I, I, mean, went, to the, I went to the $3 cinema, yeah. and I figured I paid just about what I should have. Well, I mean, I catch it on HBO every now and then, but uh, I, I think it's a cute little film. It's, it's I watched... fun. <laughs> Brittany Daniel is hot as hell. Um, I watched I... it because I was getting my car serviced, and I had to kill two hours. There you go. <laughs> So that was reason. But uh, the only thing that I really got from it is it actually introduced the words Van Hagar to me, and that worked. That, that's pretty much <laughs> it. 
That's, that's all I got from it. Oh, I get it. Har. Okay, here this is this is the news I dredged dredged up. All right. This is all the right. real stuff. This one kind of amused me. I, I'm still wrapping my head around it. I think Paul, you'll you'll especially appreciate this. This is from Anime News Network. Okay. All right. The card company Upper Deck. Yeah. Has agreed on Tuesday to settle a lawsuit filed by Konami Digital Entertainment for counterfeit Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh. The case was set to go on trial Tuesday after United States District Court for Central District of California found Epodec liable for counterfeiting in December. Oh, my. The two parties will submit in terms of settlement, which includes a permanent injunction and an undisclosed payment from Upper Deck to KDE on Friday, by Friday. The Yu-Gi-Oh! card game, of course, based on the Kazuki Takeshi manga of the same name, and Upper Deck once distributed the game in North America on behalf of KDE. KDE alleged last year that Upper Deck distributed and currently is distributing to the reseller Vintage Sports Cards and others counterfeit reproductions of the Yu-Gi-Oh! TG, TCG's rare cards. In December, the December court found Upper Deck liable for federal trademark counterfeiting and infringement, <laughs> unfair competition under federal California, common law trademark infringement, yeah, essentially, they it's it's like if Wizards of the Coast started uh, churning out black lotuses and yeah. started selling them to uh, special shops. Yeah, but, well, hey. but wait a minute, wait a minute. That's Wizards of the Coast's own game line. If they want to do that and ruin the value of the cards, they can do that. That's yeah, but this, game. but this is this is as if the this if they were just the distributor of the game. Like Garfield oh. is still the owner. Yeah. Oh, so, that's different. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the uh, thing there. I so. only play Yu-Gi-Oh. On, <laughs> I on, like when you start sentences. That I, only, way. I only play Yu-Gi-Oh in uh, digital form. I played it. On, I have a, a DS cartridge for it. All right. um, I have an, an old one, and it's. I mean, it's magic. Pretty. Much. I only play Yu-Gi-Oh in nightmares where I am a small <laughs> Asian child with too much money. Hello, you're a little Chinese girl. You just don't know the magic of the dark wizard. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. I mean, it's just it's like magic without, I don't know, it's not as good as magic. It's a very, very labyrinthine system. Though. Is it? Oh, my God. The rules? It's crazy. Really? It's crazy. Crazy! You have cards, but the that kids you have love to it. Get, yeah, you have you have to get like five different cards. Okay, put together monsters out of five different cards, like like what, an arm leg kind of thing. Yes, or? yeah, you have to like gestalt, build out an, a critter to fight with, and it's nuts. So it's Frankenstein the game, kinda. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Dun, like, it's dun, it's dun, just dun, really dun, hard. Dun, dun, you lay out dun, critters, dun, dun, dun. and then you sacrifice them to lay out stronger critters. It's tough. It's a tough game. All right. So so fly on upper deck for Yeah, that's o- not overprinting cool. the popular rookie. I don't know. I don't care. I think I say do it because <laughs> I really hate the fact that Magic became such a rich kid game. If you had the money, you can be the best Magic player in the world. It's all there's to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? You get right down to it? Especially in the older version. Yeah. So sh- destroy that barrier. But no, the best thing is to have it all digital. Well, One of these days. Well, well, I do say I like uh, what Fantasy Flight started doing with their games. They stopped making them collectible card games. They just, when you buy their ga- their card game, you get every card. Mm-hmm. And you say, make your deck from these. That's every- cool. So Puts everybody a little more even playing field. Well, it makes the game so that it is an even playing field, but they kind of c- cut themselves off from uh, residual income. That's true. I Except that they do add-on packs too. I can't fight them to. Yeah, I can't. I can't fight them to, to want to come up with new stuff. And I and I, I loved back in the day buying new Magic stuff. Oh yeah, I had you a great know. time with it. I mean, I still kind of do. I just kind of make myself. Yeah, we just don't on do purpose. as much. Exactly. You can't. You just can't buy as much. But yeah. Yeah, it's so fun. And it's not like we're all a bunch of rich guys either. So. Right. Not yet. That's why I always like the sealed deck tournament style thing. Cause yes. Because it, it did put everybody on an even key. Much more field. fun. Yeah. And it required skill at deck building. Yes. Which we all know, Barry is a good dick builder. <laughs> Going back to that Frankenstein thing again? There we go. A little sad news. Double sad. What? All right. 
Uh, this last week we lost uh, Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, the, well, the, may she go into the light. Yes, young lady, <laughs> there is peace and serenity in the light. For Cross, people who don't know who that is. Crossover children. She played the the, young, the little woman in uh, Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. her! One yes. and two. That's terrible. And, she was in the second one, too, wasn't she? Uh, she did make a, uh, a small appearance. But not the definitely. third, right? Just the first two. Just the first two, okay. yes. And uh, she also made a fantastic appearance in uh, Behind the Mask. Oh. Great, great horror yeah, film. Yeah, she's funny in that. My friend Matt Cohen, our musical director from The Boat. I'm coming, Carolyn. He, he was working on a musical version of Poltergeist. He has a dream for a musical version of Poltergeist. Dude, I've been working on a musical yes. version of Poltergeist. Holy he shit. Wants, he wants... He has a song with Zelda Rubenstein called uh, I'm a Small Medium. <laughs> that's pretty damn good yeah that's yeah Todd's been stuff. working on a Poltergeist musical for about two years now well well, about a year I but yeah put you guys yeah we'll put together send, send him an email yeah I gave the uh, the uh, the teenage uh, sister the song why am I in this show <laughs> <laughs> yep that's a good one for her to have and the other one we lost this week uh, J.D. Salinger yeah, I heard about that. Writer of Catcher in the Rye, died at age 91 in New Hampshire. Author's son, in a statement from the author's literary representative, says Salinger died of natural causes at his home. Of course, he's lived for decades in yeah. <laughs> self-imposed isolation. True. But, uh, at the same time, if you lived in 91, kudos to you. That's true. And uh, rumor has it there are unpublished novels and trunks. I haven't so. had a grandparent live past... <laughs> Like 87. <laughs> so. so that's it for the death. Let's go on to the life. Yeah. Ray. At Oz Trek 2. Uh, what, who, what? This is an Australian Trek uh, convention. Oh, I thought, it was a, I thought you said Oz Trek. I did say Oz Trek. That's for Australia. Australia. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like Ozzy Osbourne on Star Trek. I thought you meant like Where's the shields? No. Right. Well, Patrick Stewart expressed doubts he'll be returning in X Men First Class which is, of course, Singer's return to the X-Men movies. He's not leaving the series with any ill will. He described his time as Xavier as, quote, the best job in the world, unquote, getting, getting to give a kiss on the cheek to Halle Berry, Rebecca Romaine, Femke Jansen, Anna Panquit every morning after makeup. Particularly, he enjoyed working with Surian McKellen, described their co- collaboration as one of the best and most fun experiences, and adding that working with Ian, again, would be wonderful. He didn't completely rule out his involvement with First Class, but at the same time, he doesn't expect to be involved either. He even joked that Fox will be hiring eight-year-olds instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, is that the deal? It's a prequel? Sad yeah. to see him go. Yeah, First Class is... Well, well he certainly class. couldn't follow up that hunk of turd. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> There's really nowhere to go after that... Way to go out. Piece of shit. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, that one hurt. There are only two X-Men movies, ladies and gentlemen. There are only two. That's at, it. At least it wasn't like Highlander, where the second one doesn't exist. Man. Mm. Man alive. Not that either of them That were second good. one's great. Third one feels like it was what, written by Roger Corman. I don't know what Singer was doing, man. Singer just dropped the ball. Well, Singer he, didn't do the third. I know, but he should have stuck with it and done it and but, not fucked well, up Superman in the process. <laughs> he had to go do that. Oh, so bad. Superman's so bad, too. Well, you, you just got to remember, Ooh. Paul, it's something, Singer has been obsessed with Superman just, all of his life. No, if, he, no. if you were offered the thing that you yeah, covet okay. the most in life, would you not take it? I understand this, but this is the problem. This is the same thing that happened to Peter Jackson. He'd been trying to do King Kong his entire life, and he got to do it, and it's terrible. He's too close to the material. I don't think that Singer King Kong Singer's was problem is is not necessarily a problem. Mm-hmm. For X Men, you can make it a gay allegory. Rock and roll, the outsiders who become embraced. I love it. Mm-hmm. But for Superman, he is not gay, nor is he a peeping tom weirdo. <laughs> God, that was the awfulest thing ever to watch. You wanted to be like, Superman, stop it. <laughs> Superman, what are you doing? That movie, um, What's His Nuts, was the real Superman of that movie. Which, Kevin Spacey? Which, not Kevin Spacey. What's his name? Oh. Brandon Madsen? Mouth? No, the guy who was, yeah, yeah, the guy who was Cyclops. Yeah. 
What's his name? Oh, uh, Marsden. James Marsden. Marsden. James Marsden. Marsden was the true hero of that film. <laughs> he saved Superman. He saved everybody in that plane. He saved the baby. Wouldn't it be great if at the end he actually ripped off his shirt and yeah. it was a big S and he's been living with Lois all this time? Yeah, exactly. Like, that peeping Tom weirdo was not Superman. Was I am. Some kind of strange alien that hey, Lois. had some kind of identity crisis. Ooh, mm-hmm. I dropped it. Ugh. <laughs> So bad. It was such a bad movie. God, it was so bad. Ooh, and I own it. <laughs> You're so very angry. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it probably ten times. <laughs> I play it. I play it in the background. It's one of those background movies, you know. It's, it's the, just I like it's just like Attack of the Clones. I don't think Attack it's a Clones. terrible movie. I mean, oh! it's certainly not the best of the Superman. Oh, the soundtrack films, helps but... it. Oh my God! But Paul's all. No, all right. no you know what? Quest for Peace. That's that's is my, better. That's that was my what? question. Yes. Really? Quest for Peace. No. What? But hands down, it's I the dude wa- of steel. I will oh. watch. I will watch Nuclear Man all day instead of having to watch. I've never oh, made it all God. the way through. Creepy that gay. It was Superman. terrible. He has rebuild the wall of China. Here's my. Vision. Here's my. Here's my great. The quest fuck for, is rebuild the wall quest of China. Quest for Peace vision. memory. All right. <laughs> Junior high dance. <laughs> <laughs> Paul goes, going already. Paul goes to the junior high dance, and instead of shaking his rump out on the floor, he goes where any self-respecting nerd would go, the to the library, day. where there is a showing of Superman 4, <laughs> Quest for Peace. How many and was in there with you? Me and my five nerd friends <laughs> sat and watched wow. Quest for Peace, while down the hall, kids were shaking their rumps to the hip-hop sounds. <laughs> And meeting girls. <laughs> and meeting girls. No, seriously. And, and my, me and my gay best friends. My, all, both of my best friends in high school, later it turned out, were gay. And, you know, I was like, no wonder I wasn't getting laid in high school. <laughs> I was hanging out with the gay dudes. And, and, the, nerds, and the gay In Kentucky nerds. in the early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> Two years ago. Couldn't read. Well, yeah, what, yeah, what can I say? <laughs> but anyway, um, that's what that's my memory of Quest for that's Peace. That's awesome. Was it was a... High school dance, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go watch Nuclear Man." My only memory of (laughs) Superman Four is John Cryer going, "It's the Dude of Steel." Yeah, that was awful. That's it. That's that's the only thing I remember about that entire goddamn film. It's terrible. I do remember one thing I thought was cool, and that's that museum piece where it's holding up his one hair is holding up this one ton steel ball or something like that. That was neat. There's. There's interesting stuff. It's better than Superman Returns. Well, <laughs> awful as it is, it's better I, than Superman I, Returns. I don't agree with. I that. would have to watch them back and back, back to back at this point to really well, truly we're, weigh we're in never, on that. Never doing that <laughs> because like that, that would cause you to die. If you watch both those in the same day, if you watch both those in the same month, you're in for some hurt. Oh, man, <laughs> the same day you could die from that. Maybe we should follow up the Twilight one with that. What? No. <laughs> what are we no, doing? No, we have this plan to watch Twilight. What? And the Rift Tracks? No, just on its own. Come on, let's we've, watch the Rift Tracks. Well, we've, well, we've, we've bagged it so many times that we're like, okay, well, we should probably know exactly what we're talking about. Have you not seen it? No. I saw it opening night. I can tell you all about it. <laughs> see, that, well, I know. You and, you yeah, and Anne us three, went to see haven't. it. But we but, haven't. But I, I get it. With Rift Tracks, yeah, it must be a scream. Let's well, watch I mean, it with Rift Tracks. I bet it'd be awesome. Because it but, is a sack of shit. But we have to go in unfettered. But well, it'll get you giggling. It's on Showtime even, in demand, even so we just, can watch it anytime. Anne and I were laughing. We were laughing out loud in that theater how dumb that first movie is. Now, apparently the second one is better. She saw the second one. But, I mean, you know, Action. Quest for Peace is better than <laughs> Superman Returns. Whoopie-doo. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> And that's because Paul is always wrong. Oh, oh boy. There oh, well, boy. <laughs> Wonk. Hey, let me tell you something I'm not wrong about. Uh-oh. Can I give you a piece of my nerd news? Yeah, give it. Uh-oh. Okay, so here's my nerd news. Uh, for those of you who, who uh, have never listened to the podcast before or ever seen me or know me, I'm a bit of a uh, He-Man Masters Universe fan. Oh, Just God. Here we well, go. So He-Man Masters Universe is still rocking and rolling. You can go to mattycollector.com to check out all the new figures that they're making. Or even better, He-Man.org to check out all the cool day-to-day information. But one of the coolest new things going on right now, if you go, if you search out Under the Influence, Mm -hmm. Masters of the Universe, it's an art gallery uh, exposition of all kinds of artists who were inspired 
to do pieces based on Masters of the Universe. I you get got everything that. from the horrible to the sublime. Barry, you want to check it out? No. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, check it out. It's really no. awesome. He man, Very no. Ladies and gentlemen, stands for homoerotic man. Oh. Yes. Look it up. No. I'm not going to ruin my computer with that shit. <laughs> it's real. It's funny stuff. Yeah, it's funny. No. Oh, boy. Anyway, look it up. Under the influence, Masters of the Universe. Some really cool pieces. If you're a fan of uh, Masters of the Universe or She-Ra, you will enjoy it. Cool. I'm a fan of She-Ra because it, look because it you're, because I like uh, the fact that uh, yeah little it. girls would watch that and would get into geek stuff like that and it's one step from there yeah, to gem to liking the stuff that we like. Well, Is that how you got God, to where you are? Man. Maybe yes. that's how I you also need... wear dresses. There Maybe could that's never be a she out my vagina. There could never have <laughs> been a she without he Look up under the influence. Because... There's some really cool she inspired people. Oh, here I go. Because I'm looking maybe, it up. Oh, wait. No, Twilight my fingers aren't doing oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Enjoy. Why do we have him on computer <laughs> when he's... The... What are you doing? You make... Were you searching maps? What are you doing? Are you I'm doing work on the site while you're talking about He-Man because Snorfest He-Man, boo. You're working on the site during the cast? While he's talking about He-Man, I was just looking oh, up some man. other news. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look up the thing I'm talking Mighty about. Man, <laughs> no! Speaks my language. No! No! Do what Paul say. It Paul, hurts. make demand. It hurts Do my now. Ear. I refuse. That hurt my ear. <laughs> I, was, oops, I was a little clo- too close to Miss Lemon Squares there. Sorry, everybody. Not Tiffany Lemon Squares. Don't say it two more times. She'll come around. No, don't even. <laughs> Say into a mirror three times and you'll crack it and she'll reach forward and darkness. grab you and pull you in. Moving on to new news before <laughs> something horrible Please. happens. Yes. With Dante Inferno completed, Visceral's right. executive producer Jonathan Knight revealed his desire to do yet another video game adaptation of a literary classic. Quote, Macbeth, the game, is something I've been thinking about for years, Knight told industry gamers. Quote, but now... I think the emotional quality that games are achieving and the value level of acting and sound work makes it possible. Macbeth, the game. Knight seems to believe that a game adaptation of William Shakespeare's Macbeth would require a bit more deft than what we've seen out of Dante's Inferno thus far. Quote, Dante is much more of a violent interpretation of the poem, for example, Knight explained. Macbeth would be great, though. There are witches and a supernatural experience, along with plenty of intrigue and murder. But it seems we won't be seeing Visceral's interpretation of Macbeth anytime soon. The team is busy working on Dead Space 2. Well, mm. good. I'm glad to hear that, because Dead Space was great. But shouldn't they call it the Scottish game? Because I don't want my system <laughs> to be corrupted. To get hit by nor, a sandbag? Nor do, I, nor do I wish to have to spit in the corner and turn around three times every time I boot up my Xbox. Isn't it crazy <laughs> how, how pervasive that is in the theater? It's legit, man. It's legit. <laughs> Listen to you. The fact that you spoke it out loud... In a, in, a, in a venue where we do shows of a nature blows my mind. But that's okay. Macbeth, this is not a theater. Macbeth, Macbeth. Oh. Okay, See, now great. nothing is going wrong at all. See? Oh. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens when you say it. Oh. Why don't they make a, a game based oh, off boy. of Macbeth? That, Electric Boogaloo? Hamlet 2? <laughs> Wasn't that the, uh... Hamlet 2. Okay. Hamlet 2. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I mixed up my Shakespeare. Yeah, I, I would be curious to see the, the plot of Macbeth 2 would be at this point. Oh, boy. I mean, if they can make a Hamlet 2. The Scottish game. Well, Microsoft has announced that it will release a standalone 250 gigabyte hard drive in Japan later this year. Yep. Yep. It'll mark the first time hard that Microsoft has... Re- released the 250-gigabyte drive as a standalone product, thus far only available with the Modern Warfare 2 bundle. So saying that it's going to come out in Japan, chances are it's going to go the rest of the world later. Yeah, Wait, how many gigs was that? 250. 250. How much stuff do you have on your uh, hard drive? Right? Uh, I think we've only filled about 15 gigs worth, so we're all right. Well, they're what? saying with, with all these new downloadable content, like you'll be able to direct... Download games and right. seven movies, and, stuff online. and mm. with with other like possible DVR capabilities and so forth with some of the uh, cable. Um, well, I only got fifty man. gigs. Broadcast. Um, I just wish uh, they've made uh, that you'll you'll need a larger hard drive. So they're just preparing for the future. Okay, yeah. I can get yeah. that because yeah, right basically. now we haven't filled near what we have. I just wish they would, you know. Open it up to free source instead of having to yes. purchase their mm-hmm. yes, please. little hard drive. I could put my terabyte 
external drive on yes. there and well, just go. I would 10. fill my you know, Xbox hard drive if there was stuff to download that was worth it. Because mm-hmm. right now there's a lot of stuff on uh, on uh, on the web web videos I can't even find on right. there, well, and I can't search for everything on if iTunes. If you era. wanted to, if you're really hardcore into it, you could. I mean, people that are installing their games into the system yeah. to make the load times better. Yeah, and there downloading are really the, uh, high definition movies. There are websites yeah, out there, too, that can teach you how to um, install a larger hard drive in your mods. current enclosure. Mods, yeah. mods, Well, but it's not even, it, technically it's not a mod. All you're doing is you're, you're, you clone your existing hard drive onto a larger one and then put it in that enclosure. But couldn't you, I don't so, know. I mean, I yeah, it's, it's sort of a mod. Because, I still yeah. have a feeling it would void your kick warranty. You yeah, Probably. Void it it involves voiding my warranty. Kick you off live no. forever. Especially bad me. to void your warranty with an Xbox because everyone's Xboxes break. Well, unless you're past your warranty, then hell, mod away, folks. Go crazy. Well, yeah. technically, if you unscrew any of the screws on that, hard drive enclosure yeah you've voided your warranty so. <laughs> if you want to open it up remember everyone here has had an xbox that's broken yes i've had two we have a hundred percent failure in this group. yes we do uh, deb's has not failed yet Give and, it you time. Still, and you still haven't sent yours in no i have i haven't oh, a box. i haven't opened it and put it out yet because i don't want to break it i'm sure it's fine right now oh you did get your replacement then yeah it's just no. sitting in a box well, that's probably the best place i'm a living in a box I'm living in a cardboard box. (laughs) Well, the last thing I have here is a little fun thing I ran across. I absolutely adore it. Uh, By Topless Robot, one of my favorite little blogs to read every now and then. And it is the 20 nerd rules. The 20 laws of nerddom. All right. Yes, I've and actually read this. 20. 20. Yes. And uh, here we so, go. So, so weigh in. Tell I, me what I, to think. I agree with okay. most of them, but I'll let him read the, the list because right. it is definitely worth hearing. Are these in any particular order? These are yes. in order, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, law number one thou must experience as many nerdy properties as possible throughout your youth. Nerdy parents must assist with this. By age 20, you must have chosen at least two sides in the following. Star Wars or Star Trek, Kirk or Picard, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC, Truck or Monkey, Baker or Tenant, and Joel or Mike. If these topics come up, you must argue your choice past all reasonableness. Um, well, I, I used to be monkey? a... I don't know what that means, but hey, I don't have to choose that one, I do used I? to be a baker, Joel but now Mike? I'm a tenant. That's a, that's a mystery science that's theater thing. Yeah, okay. Well, I, that's the one I don't get, but most of the rest, all, all the rest of them I get. And I, I totally agree with that. I'm a Joel... But that's just because I grew a, up on a Joel, it. A but I accept Mike. Uh, yes. Mike's great. Yeah. Used to be Joel's, a baker, now I'm a tenant. Joel's just the best. Yeah, that's like, yeah, exactly what I said. Baker. See, here, baker, see the, already the law is in effect and going. And, and we're going to start. Yeah. yeah. Move on. Well, the the Trek and Wars, I have not decided. I don't I don't choose one side yeah, or the other. I can't. I'm you know what? One, I used other. to be a Wars, but if time gone on, I've actually sided more toward Trek. I used yeah. to be a Trek, but then I worked there. Now I'm a Wars. Really? Trek has a much deeper. They're two different things. They no, can coexist no. happily. My Star Wars was sullied. So Trek. Yes. They haven't sullied mm. that yet. But I have Star, Star Trek has a lot, car, more, so. a lot more hours of. The Star Wars. Okay, we're getting into this now. Yeah. So let's move on. Right, let's go. See? There it All is. Right, number two. <laughs> Law is so. Yeah. Wow, that's dead on. Two. Thou must always recognize your first exposure to a nerdy property was the best possible incarnation of that property. True. Likewise, thou must always find new incarnations, sequels, spinoffs, ripoffs, and media inspired these properties to be crappier than your prized original. Case in point, all these Battlestar Galactica people who say, no, the first one was the best one, when anyone with a brain can see that the first one was balls. I was going to say, I was gonna say with the, the Star Wars thing, because Paul continues to punish himself by seeing every single incarnation of Star Wars that has come out, well, like the Clone Wars and everything no, else. I stopped watching that fucking cartoon. That's just, <laughs> well, that's just but, but knives you, on the chalkboard. But you watched it for like a good deal of time before you, you Yeah, stopped. I did. I watched and it. Every, I've and every time you'd be like, oh, it's utter garbage. It's no, so bad. I can't wait to see what that they do next count week. Because his first experience with Star Wars was obviously... Star Wars, the first movie, right? That's what they're saying. That yes. Your first experience is always your best when and you'll, you'll continue toddler. to watch it even though their inferior three versions years old. of it. Three you years know. old. I can remember seeing it in the theater. I can see. I can remember uh, R two and three uh, PO. The new ones. That's all I can remember. No, not the new ones. The new ones are crap. They're the old ones. No, it says that the future incarnations are inferior to the one that you saw as a no. Wait, what? Read it again. Read the rule again. There it is. All right, here we go. 
It says you're supposed Recognize to claim the hate. your first exposure to nerdy property was the best possible incarnation of that property. Likewise, thou must find new incarnations, sequels, spinoffs, ripoffs, and media inspired by these properties to be crappier than your prize. And I argue that using Star Wars as an example is a bad example because in that case it is actually true. Yeah. The first incarnations are good and everything else yes. is crap. Yeah. However, stuff like... And that's how, but that's how a lot of nerds do relate Star to Trek in general. Battle However, how many of those seven-year-olds that saw episode one and followed that all along there prize those the above yeah. the original? Yeah, I can't blame so. them because they fall into that trap. It's a trap and it's something that we're it's all... A trap. It's a trap! It's a trap! Never mind. Go okay, on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Law number three. I can't repel geekdom of that magnet. <laughs> Thou must revere the nerd girl, because yes. she is as rare as the diamond and just as valuable. Thou shalt not stalk her just because she's the only girl in your nerd circle. Tell that to a lot of other people. And if, quote, when she turns down your advances, you will not spurn her because that's just shitty. And nerd girls, thou must be careful, for thy power is great. And can be used for go- both good and ill. That is absolutely true. That's true. But as I've gotten older, gr- nerd girls, I don't know. There are a lot more of them now. Well, there's a lot more of them now, yeah. but I don't know. There's a certain quality of nerd girl that I'm all about, and there's a certain quality of nerd girl that I'm like, get away from me forever. No, sure. well, I, I, I will oh, say, yeah. and, and Barry can attest, <laughs> that the la- especially over the last few years at Comic-Con, the number of female attendees and like hot female attendees has risen. has like doubled each year. Yeah, it's like it's it's like too it's bad. There's well, that's like That's just that's because nerds are making money. I think we're talking. Money. I think they're talking <laughs> about <laughs> no, but, really no, but I, I mean we're we're, actually, we're I think they're talking into, about the Kristen Bell from Fan the Boys. Yeah, the girl in the small clique of yeah. nerds. Yeah. That girl. Right. Of course, if it was really Kristen Bell, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, she's hot business. Mm-hmm. Law number four. Thou must try to convince your significant other to name the child after a character of nerdy importance. True. If thou art cut from the cloth of the nerd tribe and have managed to breed and bringeth into the world of Landos and Anakins and the Kal-Els. What do you got? I, uh, I just t- I t- I've always told Anne, I don't want to have kids, but if and when we ever do, its middle name is going to be Skeletor. That's all there is to it. You nobody, have kids now. Because nobody would ever... You know, it doesn't have to use the name. I used to all Skeletor and Mattingly Yeah, Junior. wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> That's awesome. I used to work with somebody that uh, that their name kids were named after Star Trek characters. Oh, well, that's cool. So. Nice. I will say, back when I was entertaining the thought of having children in my younger days, I did fully plan to name my firstborn son Nicholas Fury Bristow. There you go. So, yeah. That would have been awesome. Hey, that you named your Roomba name. Mrs. Garrett. That yes. is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number five, all nerds must be able to sketch from memory the basic outlines of the one Millennium Falcon, two USS Enterprise, NCC what seventeen oh one, and the TARDIS. Dude, I doodle those on could, everything all the time. <laughs> Dude, I could do that with my eyes closed. Yeah, <laughs> we can all do that. I well, mean, no, it won't be like a, a premium sketch, but I can no, no, just I was the, basic, the basic the basic outline. With a client, not paying attention, and I was drawing, like, Star Wars versus Star Trek shit on the <laughs> side of my notepad. Which I hated those things at Comic-Con. I... Law number six, thou shalt not question who shot first. Law number seven. That's right. Three, no thou... discussion needed. Yes. Thou shalt acknowledge that Batman beats everyone, everywhere. Yep. Anywhere, oh. at mm-hmm. fighting. <laughs> That's right. He beats everybody. Even Optimus Prime, yep. even Darth Vader, even Chuck Norris. He'd find a way. He's the goddamn Batman. <laughs> it's true, and I'm all Marvel. The goddamn but it's true. He is the world's greatest detective. He holds a file on every single member of the Justice League, all of their strengths and their weaknesses. Batman's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Law number eight. Thou shalt be prepared to survive the zombie apocalypse and teach thy children similarly. I'm all over it. Barry's Look totally at all the in weapons that. in this room. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're ready. ready. We know the first we, thing we do is break the stone yeah. stairs. We're yeah. ready. We have, yeah. we, we have a plan. A rough outline. All you have to do is break the stairs, then you can take your time up here. Yeah, yeah. Course, we, have, we have a rough outline. You're not really, you don't have the water and the can't see. I'm getting into it. Just go on. I'm getting into it. Just go on. <laughs> Number nine. Thou shalt not forget to honor and give thanks to the dice gods for your triumphs and victories. Mm-hmm. Number ten. Looking at you, Deb. 
If two nerds ever find themselves holding cylindrical objects at least nine inches in length, they must immediately make lightsaber ignition noises and face each other down in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's tough for me because, you know, I always hold my wagon. Yeah, every time I go to the bathroom, I'm like, says, boy, I hope no one comes inches. around because I'm going to have to start a lightsaber fight <laughs> with my giant cock. <laughs> Number 11. I- I'm just going to put oh, it out there for everyone to know. Ah, I- put it back. I don't make that noise when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, you Though do. now I'm thinking about it. You do naturally. He makes the phaser noise when he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> Number 11. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldst thou Don't cross the street? <laughs> Who are you going to the bathroom with? And what are you pissing out? <laughs> God damn, what are you eating, boy? Ecto cooler. <laughs> yes, it's it awesome. Smells like asparagus. Oh. Shouldst thou hear a man proclaim, now you know, for whatever reason, and knowing is half the battle, thou must reply in your most triumphant voice. <laughs> Let he who know? should offend against this law be cast out from the company of his worthier fellows and be made subject to aspersions made against his improper rearing and the cuckling whore that did sire him and perform <laughs> the rearing. Cuddling whore? Cuckling. The cuckling whore. Well, I think nice. we're all safe because we all did that in unison. Yeah. And I'm so proud of my fellow geeks for that. <laughs> you guys are my favorite nerds. <laughs> Law number 12, when searching for something to watch on television, you must watch the geek movie you come across, even if the said movie is in your collection. If anyone asks, yep. why don't you just watch the one you own, <laughs> stare at them like an idiot explain, that's not the point. That one is for you, Todd, because I, I, I kid you not, he will come in and I'm watching something on TV, yep. and he's like, don't we own that? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just looks at me like I'm freaking retarded or well, something. Don't you get it? So <laughs> now you know. You, you know, know what? what? It's knowing is half the battle. You remember what happened this morning while I was on hold? Do you see what movie I ended up? You were on Goonies. Yeah, I watched Goonies this morning while, it's I, was, in your collection. while I was on hold. You know, actually sitting down to explore so that thought, one day would be good because I don't even understand why I do that. <laughs> just I, I, I don't, get it. I, I don't not have that to explain myself anymore. Within you know why it reach. is? I don't know. I, I know why. It's just it's just better. Like I just turned on Army of Darkness the other day on on demand. Oh, I have so that, but I just wanted to. I just put it on demand to have background noise while I was cleaning up the kitchen. I know why. For the same reason that stolen food tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy! Think about it. Because it's been in your pants? Because <laughs> <laughs> I smuggle it in me bum. <laughs> oh, yoy. That's why I keep me beans. <laughs> you are all starving. One of you has a sandwich in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you must finish the sandwich. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Oh, what kind of sandwich is it? <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. The Felching. The Felching. <laughs> Saw a billion. The Felching. Saw a billion. Saw a billion. <laughs> I want Saw a billion. <laughs> and somehow Tobin Bell will still be in it. <laughs> I've been dead now for a billion trillion years. like year. five billion and one. <laughs> just cutting like the audio. Yeah, yeah exactly. Saw he got it. You got it. I played saw the shit out of that game. Moving on. Yes. Law number 13. Okay. In order to assure procreation of the nerd species, thou shalt not utter nerdy quotes during sex. I gotta stop. (laughs) (laughs) A female friend of mine said that is mandatory. Yeah, even even though she is a geek herself, she's like, no. It does ruin the mood, but I don't care. They come up. They come up in my head, and I just push them. You're married a saint, Paul. If 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 you do that, if you do that very often, because the sex doesn't happen because I'm talking goofy. (laughs) Yeah, I get I get stupid. Law fourteen. Thy first crush must be upon a cartoon character. Uh, uh, does a like Daisy Duke pillowcase count? I think it should just be a oh, fictional god, character. Oh, God, I don't want to know that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I was going to say, I, I think it should just be a fictional character because I, it was a drawing. I had a crush on a, it wasn't like a, a photo character picture. before I really was, like, quote, interested in girls. Yeah, perhaps. I might have had a crush on a little. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Could be like, like I a love weird, the littles. A weird a show. interest in them. Um, I, I think my like actual first hmm. like crush on a fictional character was Miss Tessbacher from Superman. What about Tila from He Man? When you're little, you can watch He Man. It's okay. When yeah. you're yeah. older, it's not. But Tila. Tila, yeah, good. Tila was good. Yeah. 
Because I remember, that was the first female action figure I ever bought. And I felt so weird about it that I also said to my mom, okay, yeah, I also want man-at-arms and many faces. Yeah. Because man-at-arms is her father. Man-at-arms and Tila and many faces. Like that. Yeah, my mom wouldn't even get me Tila. Why? Because she thought it was creepy. (laughs) Mom didn't. She was part of the show. Man. How little did she she know? Yeah, well, (laughs) that's the thing. I mean, you know, you deny a brother his Tila... He's gonna get it when he's thirty-five. Because by God, I just got one. I got two versions. Of that bitch in the oh mail last God. week. So there you go. Last so, week, people. Exactly my point. Didn't even plan that out. Just last you week. Got really. Tila and the goddess. Yep. To be fair, I did. And Tila was never like the damsel in distress. Tila kicked ass. Like yeah, she's hardcore. Else. One of the best. One of the best uh, He-Man episodes ever. The whole Tila origin story. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you do. Yeah, don't you, care. You have shown anyway. your true hey, colors. The rule? Law 15, the Law. fanfic rule. Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Thou must not be the nerdiest person in the room. <laughs> the it. one nerd that even the other nerds are scared to be around. Damn it. If yeah. your obsession causes you to lose a job, significant other, or cause harm to yourself, get some fucking help. I refer you to Buttertooth. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, Swolar. Swolar. Wherever you are on Earth or in. I love Picardo. I love you. Have you, tr- <laughs> have you tried the Szechuan sauce? We all got Put one. the Szechuan sauce on it. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, the bird of prey. Oh, my God. I want to propose uh, something for all of us right here. Let's find out who among us is nerdiest. No, please. Not today. I don't, Not think, you, I don't think you, you could ad- adequately qualify that. Well, yes. then let's, each of let's, us let's have our own let's speciality. Let's try and figure that out. Each of us have our own speciality. That's true. No, we each have our own specialty, but depending on how deep we are into it. Like, if on there any are given two day, nerdy things, one of us and I'm into the both nerdiest. of them, and you're only into one of them, but you're into that one way more than I'm into both of them, I say that you're nerdier than I am. I masturbate with a Freddy glove. Mm, that's not God. nerdy. That's just fucking disturbing. <laughs> that's um, dangerous. Yeah. You Holy your smokes! You have to be kind to yourself. Yikes! Be kind. <laughs> <laughs> Genteel. Oh. This goes again into the category of things about my roommate. I don't wish. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? A, you ever hear any noises from the other room? Ooh! Ooh! Ow! <laughs> ooh! Ooh! Ow! I've shit. heard a number of noises from that room. I don't care to hear again. Ooh! Ooh! Yeah. What if you had a Freddy knife? A, <laughs> Freddy a sandwich in your butt. A Freddy glove. <laughs> Go on. No, I'm done. Law number 16. Thou must learn how to do the Vulcan hand gesture, whether thou like Star Trek or not. Can you do it? Oh, Anyone, everyone dude, here can do it. Both right? hands. I know you can do it. I have no idea how. Oh, get oh, out of here. Oh, fuck you. You used to play a Vulcan. Vulcan. <laughs> Goofball. Some people physically can't do it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Some, so I can't like a 35 to 40% population. It's just, it's just genetically, they cannot physically separate their hands by themselves huh, you can you can you can spread your fingers manually and then you know what then i give them credit for trying yep. yeah working at track all that time it's instinctual now. i never gave it because i fly was never up. a vulcan yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. law 17 thou shalt be required to attend at least one nerd convention video <laughs> game anime <laughs> comics etc during thy lifetime i think we got that covered yeah. a couple yeah i had that covered before i was 15 i got paid to be at a convention yeah we got paid to be yeah buddy that was the shit that's a different that's a whole different category yep <laughs> although although now we've all moved into that specific category of nerds who cover other nerds now mm-hmm. yeah now now that's that we're different, uh, though, because we were going to this convention before true. we even did this. So. But now we're in a totally different category when we go to the convention. A deeper nerd or a higher nerd? I think a higher I, I like class. higher, not deeper. <laughs> higher deeper nerd. sounds like it's lower. Bring me a higher <laughs> nerd. <laughs> All right, moving on. I agree. Okay, this one I, I, I don't get as well, so maybe you can help me out. Because this seems to be an, anime related. Paul. There shall be no viewing of fan subs... By any self-described <laughs> otaku anime fan okay. who can afford to purchase the said material, okay. exceptions viewing at conventions or titles that have no chance of being released stateside. So what does that mean? Okay, a fan sub uh, is when fanboys have taken it upon themselves. They are irate over the way the the, the translation of the original Japanese has been done. Oh my god! So they've taken it upon themselves to subtitle it in a way that they feel more closely... Sure. Matches the intention of the original script. People do that. Oh, dude, 
and and not and then fa- there's also fan dubs where they actually put in different voices that they prefer that are closer to what they. Uh, although fan dubs are very rare because for the most part, otaku are like, if it's not in the Japanese voice, it's not the way the character was intended to sound. All right. Which for the most part, I fall into that category. Uh, I I won't watch anything. I will rarely watch an anime without a subtitle. Well, Although so Kizoji, it's, getting, of the it's getting better. It's getting better now that uh, anime has become so popular. It's kind of turned a curve where they have they have better voice actors doing the work. Huh. But still, for me, mm-hmm. there's something to that that original intonation of yeah. the of the Japanese voice cast. I feel the same way about Japanese horror films. Sure, so you know maybe. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. That that's thing. But uh, but I completely isn't understand. Isn't there a special charm? Some kind of a charm there that. Uh, the poor translation, isn't it? No, there's no charm there. Are you sure? No, buddy, I, 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 I'm with them on getting a better translation. I have a couple of DVDs. Like my, I was hmm. just, I just watched Battle Royale again, and it's full of all kinds of crazy, weird spelling errors and goofiness. But and it's the special edition. That's part of its charm. Uh, all your bases belong to us in that whole. Yeah, business. there is that. But yeah, so that's what it is. But but you know, he's they're absolutely right. Like. Yeah, that costs a lot <laughs> if you're going to buy special ones. You have to order them from people or whatever. But yeah, we watch them. If it's a series, it's never going to get the proper treatment. Now, and, see, I was aware of fan it, dubs, but not fan subs. I, that's that's an interesting. I, I had no idea that, that they did that. I mean, it makes sense because you know mm-hmm. there are nerds out there. They were that just talking speak about fluent that on Japanese, the, and they're like, "That's not what they just." I said. was just listening to Player One podcast, and they were talking about that very subject. Really about. Dubs and subs and how. Were they talking about those uh, the sound? Of, not the sound of like the. Uh, oh, what's that one you showed me with Star Trek? What's that called? Uh, where they, they got they were basing it off what their lips were saying. Yes. reading lips. That, oh God, that was hilarious. Funny. That was oh, hilarious. that's fun. But yeah. I couldn't watch that for an entire. Episode, that's like what though. the. That's like. <laughs> that's uh. You ever watch? Oh, uh, shreds. You ever watch the shreds videos? No. no. Barry Rob, go right now onto YouTube. Not now, right, I'll do it later. Sister, you've got to see the shreds. All right. You'll lose your mind. All right, so how many do we have left? We have a few more left. Law number 19. All nerds, when purchasing something in a store, must never pick up the first item in the front because the item in front has almost certainly been touched by unclean <laughs> totally hands. That's true. That. I do that all the time. Shuffled around. I like and sometimes do go food. like, I go like two or three back. And, and it doesn't matter. Do what like it you is. do with the milk. Look for the one with the. Expert. And thus, its condition is less mint. Yep. The grade must be pleasing to the nerd gods. Yep. Yes, absolutely. All right. I can't believe that's even a rule. It's just common sense. <laughs> <laughs> now, law twenty. Law twenty is a very involved rule because this oh, yeah. is the law of the golden mean. I remember. Well, then read it all before all right. we comment, please. Here we go. Now, the golden meme? Yes. Mean. I'll explain it to you. Okay. It's it's actually in three parts. Yes. Anything that can be purchased, achieved or obtained that consists of a discrete number of individual parts, issues, episodes or locations such as issues of a comic book, trading cards in a set, action figures in a in a line is subject to the law of the golden mean. Okay. Any nerd in possession of more than 61.8% of the individual items in such a series must, if at all possible, either proceed to acquire each one of the remaining items so as to complete the set or sell one or more items on eBay until the nerd again owns less than the 61.8% of the total series. If the items owned make up a complete set of more specific series, the law is satisfied. Example. Peter owns season one, two, three, and four of Babylon Five on DVD. Okay. Peter owns four of five, eighty percent of Babylon Five, so he must also purchase season five to complete the set, even though it kind of sucked. Yep, agreed. All right. Example two: Clark owns the first nine of sixteen collected volumes of Dave Sims' Cerberus: The Aardvark. Clark only owns fifty-six point two five percent of the Cerberus books, and therefore may stop purchasing them without violating this law once he realizes they've gotten long-winded, incomprehensible, and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I totally and absolutely agree. Yeah. Logan owns all of issues twenty-seven through eight hundred and sixty of Detective Comics, except for the issue four hundred forty-nine. Logan owns 96.7 of all Detective Comics issues, would ordinarily be required to complete the set. However, by buying 449, Logan can complete the more specific set of all Detective Comics issues published since the introduction of Batman, after which he does not need to purchase 1 through 27. True. All right. Final example. Reed 
has photographs of himself with William Shatner, Majel Barrett, DeForest Kelly, James Doohan, and Walter Koenig. His photographs comprise only 55.6% of the original nine-member cast of Star Trek, the original series. It is unnecessary for him to stalk either Michelle Nichols or Grace Whitney, even though I bet that won't stop him. Yep. Well, he should at least stalk Michelle Nichols, but not Grace Whitney. So that's that is the I, that is the law of yeah, Maine. That's that, the golden law. That makes like sense. That's I, absolutely I, I true. own autographs of all of the original cast members, minus DeForest Kelly, because well, he had died before. That doesn't mean him, you so can't. Uh, I'm not find able. To, uh, well, but it's all on one photograph, so oh, I have um, not been able to complete the photograph because. Uh, it's not possible, so I guess I... I'll sign it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> 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 and standing in for the Forrest I'm, I'm Kelly safe is very the, the law of... That's where I'm at with my uh, Simpsons Playmates collection. Yeah. I'm way... I'm, I'm at about 95% now. And but there are some rare another, ones in there that, that are going to be really difficult to find, though, right? Well, but they're, I've found them. I, I mean, th- th- there's nothing too rare yet. There's one or two that are going to be tricky, but and there and, and and I might let one or two go, but, uh, but yeah, for the for the main figures, I'm pretty close. Uh, I've always found that col- things collectability really, really didn't appeal to me because given enough money, you could easily collect anything uh, t- to the point where you have all of it. True. Uh, case in point, um, okay, Star Wars. There's so much out there. It's, it's nigh impossible to collect all of it. Even oh, Steve Sansweet. Even Steve Sansweet doesn't, doesn't have everything. All, yeah. No. And I've seen pictures of his place you from people who've it. been there. Yeah. And he's got a sick he's got a warehouse and you still can't collect but it. But in that in that respect though, Barry, he's never gonna have more than the sixty what, what's the percentage again? Sixty eight point seven. Sixty eight point seven because no, they're always sixty one. No, but, but see, they're always releasing more, thereby the number increases. Well as they number. release more, he'll buy more. But right now he has more than that. Um, and he's always going to try and get more. Now, given this, let's split it up. Let's say it's just episode one figures. Christ, why would you collect but, but those? I don't know. But, but that, that's what the law says. It says that you know if you have, all, say, all the stormtroopers that have been released up so up thus far, the law is still satisfied. Uh, I don't. Well, maybe just the collecting it's, part it's didn't flexible. appeal to me. I don't know. That's that's how I it's am with flexible. my spawn. Figure. In that way, Based I save a lot of money. I don't have. I used to collect every spawn figure. Now I just. It, the occasional spawn. So mm-hmm. I have most of the spawn, just him, the individual spawn figure yes. for most of the lines. So I'm fine. I feel like I have a decent collection now. I think my dismay in things that are collectible stems from that the things that I've decided to collect in my longer than I thought lifetime um, became something that everyone wanted to collect. Like I used to collect magic cards. Mm. And I'd get to a point where I'd almost collect an entire set or I'd collect an entire set and then it'd come out with a whole new damn set. And it's like, oh, geez, I collect this too. No, I'm done. Whatever. Man, geek life is hard. Yeah. I've purchased... There's dedication. I've purchased Evangelion three times. I owned... <laughs> no, four. Yeah, four I times. Four. I purchased it on VHS. How would you purchase right. a series that doesn't make any sense I four times? Do you think it would make four times listen, the sense? And this, and this refers it makes back four to four times as much not sense. I purchased it on VHS. Then I had to go back and repurchase half of that because I mis- accidentally got the subs instead of the du- or the dubs instead of the subs. <laughs> <sighs> then I bought the basic DVD set. And then so they Paul came can out be with a new DVD in set. Four formats. And then I bought the finally the platinum. And what's it mean? What's it? What's it all? What mean? does it mean? What's it what does mean? Evangelion mean? What's it mean? What's this? I don't get. It's it's the Hamlet lament. Is it better to uh, to um, suffer the slings of arrows? Yeah. Is it better to suffer the slings and arrows? But is it better to endure other people or to? It's all about identity. It's uh. Is it is it better? Uh, don't get me started on Evangelion. <laughs> but it's, it is. It comes down to. It comes down to. It is it better to, to be? Is it better to be completely? Is it better to be completely alone, without feeling, without anything, or to endure the pain of interaction with other people, in order to understand self? That kind of sounds truly, like the Spock allegory. Because truly, it's, it. it's the only way to understand self. The only way we identify who we are is by how other people interact with us, ultimately. But that can be very painful, because that's the human condition. But if you cut yourself off from interaction and focus solely on the self, is there even anything there? 
because you're not being reflected upon from other people. So what are you if you're just all by yourself and alone? Now introduce giant robots. I love Buddy. that shit. It's great. Love that have you shit. seen it yet? I have, haven't. We Dude. gotta have an Evangelion weekend. Boo! I'll be at home <laughs> playing Star Trek online. I I am desperate to watch that series yet again, and I really want to do it with. <laughs> I'll with be at home killing Klingons. So so what happens when uh, eventually you get a Blu-ray player and they release this on Blu-ray? I won't get it on Blu-ray. You sure? I don't believe in Blu-ray. It'll look pretty. Nope. I don't it believe exists. in Blu-ray. It exists. It's on the shelf. I don't believe in Blu-ray. I, it exists. It's behind you. It's fine. It does not. <laughs> I would know. They're just, they've it. just gotten around to releasing uh, You Are Not Alone. Confusing now, here I'm suffering, anime. Here I'm suffering the problem right now because You Are Not Alone just came out, which is the first movie of the new redo. They broke it down into four films, okay. four feature films. But I'm not going to buy You Are Not Alone because I know what's going to happen. They're going to they're come out with yeah. all four feature films first. Then they'll come out with a four-feature a four feature film pack. Then they'll come out with a four-feature film pack plus bonus disc plus figure. That's the one. Yeah, it's the way it works. <laughs> See? Yeah, we've, we've learned I've the system. I've become very patient as a nerd. Yes, it's cheaper Anyhow. when you're patient. It is. And that's it for CouchCast, folks. Uh, but if you got something for us, write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com or write us a comment right there on the webpage. We love you for doing that. It's fun stuff. One of you has an email in your butt. <laughs> If you go. wish to read the email, you must felt it from the ass of the other person. Oh, there we go. God. org. Go there. Does that exist? <laughs> that I'll go to. So, until the next week in Geek, I'm Master Torgo. I'm Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And Felch.org does exist. It talks about the Felch family history and genealogy. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if anyone's asking, that's what I was talking about all along. (laughs) Oh, there's there's some name. Master. The Smegma family history and genealogy. (laughs) Good to meet you, Mr. Felch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Mr. Felch, uh, I need to leave the parking lot. Could you back up? I hope Mr. Felch runs for office. Sure thing, Jonathan Blue Balls. Could you back up off of my bumper, Mr. Felch? Good day, folks. Have a great week. <laughs>